Welcome to this week's edition of This is the City, a podcast focusing on the politics, art, and culture of Los Angeles. I'm your host, Garrett and Kelsall, along with writer-producer Jono Sosnowski, two Angelinos with a passion for news, dialogue, and our city. This week, we visit Grand Central Market to join a meetup event from the folks at WeLikeLA.com. We'll talk with some customers about their thoughts on the market, the historic space itself, and the changes it's gone through over the years. Also, we'll speak with Brian Champlin, co-founder of the site WeLikeLA.com, to talk about getting to know our city. And in the big question we ask, who walks in LA anyway? But first, we visit the rededication of the Spring Street Parklet and talk LA's burgeoning love for the pedestrian. In July 2014, a patron bounced from a local establishment for being overly intoxicated thought it a better idea to grab the wheel of his friend's vehicle. Thankfully, this terrible decision didn't lead to any serious injury, but the crash did destroy the parklet at 636 South Spring Street. If you're not familiar with the term, a parklet is an expansion of the sidewalk into one or more street parking spaces to create a people-oriented place. We joined the Downtown LA Neighborhood Council, or DLANC, Historic BID, and city officials for the rededication of this pedestrian-oriented space. Oh, yeah! El pueblo de Nuestra Señora, la reina de Los Ángeles, sobre el río de la Porciúncula. That was DTLA's own town crier, Don Garza, with the epic pronunciation of the original name for our little pueblo. According to the City of LA's People Street Project, parklets are designed to introduce new streetscape features such as seating, planting, bicycle parking, or elements of play. The one at Spring Street even features table soccer, or foosball as it's widely known. Fresh with the wings of victory, Councilmember Wiesar played MC for the event. The neighborhood council, DLAC, uh, led the charge to bring these parklets to Spring Street. And four years ago, they formed the Complete Streets Working Group with the intent of making downtown streets safer for everyone and not just drivers. They partnered with my office, city departments, and the Alley County Bike Coalition to build out downtown's bike network. Patty Berman, president of the DLANC, spoke to the power of communities coming together. We did an amazing job here, I think everybody included. I just want to say the same thing that I usually do, which is city can only go so far without our support and without our help. But if you take a look at the kind of work we can do, grassroots, what volunteers can do, don't sit around and wait for what you want to happen. Make it happen. Join the Neighborhood Council, join with other organizations, and let's have many more wonderful things happening to this city. Jason, a downtown LA resident, shared his thoughts on the parklet. My name is uh, Jason. I, I think they're moving in the right direction. Um, I think it will give people the opportunity to have a discussion about what's really needed in downtown LA. And I think we need uh, less parks, or excuse me, less parking lots and more real parks with greenery and uh, uh, places where people can actually ha- uh, build community environments. I live downtown LA, I have a family downtown LA. Um, been living downtown for about eight years now. I was on the neighborhood council. You know, I'm, I'm actually trying to uh, inject some action to happen. So we'll see how it goes. 
And finally, we spoke with Councilmember Wiesar about the overall vision of a more walkable downtown. Well, this is great. You know, we uh, unfortunately had an incident here where a car, a drunk driver, by the way, uh, hit this place. And uh, we are now uh, reopening it after some reconstruction. But these parklets are so important to promote pedestrian activity in downtown L.A. We want to make downtown L.A. a more walkable area a safe area for people to walk. And we do that by creating parklets and other amenities where people just feel comfortable walking around. Almost like what we're doing on Broadway, where we have a uh, some temporary uh, structures to extend the sidewalks. Eventually we would make permanent structures to extend sidewalks, but you make it more comfortable for people to walk around. And, and uh, we want to turn downtown LA into a more walkable area. You create things like parklets, to create destination points, to create areas for people to congregate. You know, a lot of great cities uh, throughout the world, they have those public spaces, they have plazas, they have areas where people could gather and interact with one another. And that's what you want to turn downtown LA into. And, and uh, by doing that, you begin by doing these small projects. So the flip side of that is there are a lot of car drivers who feel like they're losing some of their space. Yeah. Uh, how do we help them get on board with what you see as the, the vision of the city? Yeah, I think eventually, uh, if you have, let's say, two spaces here uh, for pedestrians, you, you got to strike that balance. For too long, the city of LA has been prioritizing cars over people walking, and we got to start changing that little by little. So just taking two parking spots for the huge benefits we're going to get for promoting more pedestrian activity, I, I think that's a very small price to pay. For more information on People Street and the DLANC's Complete Streets Project, visit our website at thisisthecity.net. From Broadway to Hill between 3rd and 4th Streets since 1917, the Grand Central Market has been an important part of downtown Los Angeles. In the 1980s, when Bunker Hill's Thrifty Mart closed, leaving downtown without a full-service grocer, Grand Central Market held strong with downtown residents and its array of cheap produce and multicultural food stands. Now, as change has come to DTLA, Grand Central Market flows along with it attempting to blend a bit of the old grit with the new gleam. We joined WeLikeLA.com on a meetup to explore the history and current complexity of this historic landmark. To kick things off, Brian Champlin of WeLikeLA.com gave us a brief overview of the history of the market. What's above the market, the Homer Laughlin building, this was originally designed in 1896, um, commissioned by Homer Laughlin, uh, funny enough. Um, the architect who built it was an English expat named John Parkinson, I believe. Um, Parkinson and his firm sub subsequently ended up uh, designing some of the most important structures in, uh, in L.A. City Hall, uh, Union Station, the Coliseum, those are all Parkinson, um, Parkinson designs. For the first 20 years or so, there was a department store. Then in 1917, they converted it into an open-air market, and that's pretty much what it's been for the past 98 years. 1980s, a guy by the name of uh, Ira Yellen, he 
bought the space and decided I want to redevelop this, create a new vision for what the market should look like. He spent the next like last 18 years of his life sort of pushing towards that. His wife took over the project after he passed away in 2002. But over the past decade, they've made a lot of inroads in terms of redesigning what the what the space looks like, adding new vendors, kind of, I want to say use the word gentrifying, but I mean, that's really what it is. They've been gentrifying this space to accommodate sort of the, the urbanization of the rest of downtown LA and a lot of the influx of new, new middle-class residents. So what we've got today is, for lack of a better word, hipstery uh, vendors mixed with some folks who have been here for the past 30, 40, 50 plus years. So I think it's a really exciting time to explore the market because like a lot of other neighborhoods in LA, you know, Boyle Heights or Highland Park or whatever, you're at this sort of crossroads where you still have a lot of the, a lot of the old demographics there, a lot of the old culture, but you have an influx of new populace that wants to take advantage of that or redevelop it or do what they want to do. I'm not going to comment on whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it is, it is what it is, and it makes, as, as from an observational point of view, and as from a, res, uh, from a person who's a resident here and enjoys exploring the city, it does make for kind of an interesting mix, you know? We also spoke with some market patrons about their feelings of the changes in Grand Central. Hi, my name is Juan Carlos. Uh, I live in downtown. I live a couple blocks away from Grand Central Market. We come here every now and then, not too often. Not as often as we'd like. We, uh, we want to come more often, get some good produce here. When we first moved over here, uh, you know, there wasn't as many cool little shops. Now they have like that cheese shop in here, the steak, or uh, the, the meat, and uh, egg slut seems like it's always packed. This is actually going to be the first time that we're trying to come in here because the line's always super long. But it's been cool. It's, it's really, really awesome to see the change in downtown every, everywhere, really. Like uh, everything's changing, everything's getting a lot better. So. Even new DTLA residents are keen on what the market has to offer. Hi, my name's Chantel. I just moved to the area a couple months ago and it's in walking distance from my house. I love it. It's um, really diverse and there's a lot to choose from and it's just fun to walk around. I literally stumbled onto it when I was just getting to know my neighborhood and I stepped in and it just was, I didn't realize how large it was and how much it had to offer. And I'm kind of, I was very lucky because I got to try Egg Slut when the line was a fourth of that size as it is now, which is completely wrapping around the whole building. Um, and I thought that was a long line when it was a quarter of the size, but it's very good. But there's so many great options here. And how long have you been? A little less than 90 days. Oh, wow. So it's like brand new. Brand new. Brand new. Are you enjoying it so far? It's growing on me. The city, well, city is, uh, the city life is growing on me, but this makes it easier. We pulled Brian aside from the meetup to talk about WeLikeLA.com and why he likes our city so much. My name is Brian Champlin. I'm one of the co-founders of WeLikeLA.com. Um, I run the site along with my girlfriend, Christina Min. Uh, we've been doing this full on as a website for about a year. And it started getting some organic growth and people you know, were into it. We get about half a million visitors every month. So we, we must be doing something right in my, my mind. And sort of everything fundamentally grows out of the idea that LA is a city that deserves to be explored. You know, there's so much diversity here. There's so much culture here, um, so much beauty here. If you know how to look for it and, and where to look, you think about how much of your daily routine is spent in a car if you're a commuter um, anywhere in LA. You know, if you got to, if you have to go more than five miles in LA, you're probably sucking up an extra ten hours of your life every week that you're in your car, minimum. Um, but there's a lot of there's a lot of walkable areas and a lot of events in LA that can put you outside that box. I know the guys who run uh, Ciclavia, 
they're very focused on that, for example. They have an event coming up uh, later in March up in the Valley, and the whole idea behind that is take you know, areas that normally people would constantly be driving in their car or you know, strip, strips of a roadway, get people out of their car, see the city from a different perspective, and maybe it'll open their eyes to, oh, hey, there's this business here I never recognized, or oh, there's this little dog park that I never saw before that's actually here. Um, and it's funny the way when your perspective changes on things just a little bit, it can ex- it can changes the way that you live every day, you know. So just just a little inflection in your um, in how you see things can dr- dramatically change how enjoyable your life is, you know. If, if you, and if you live in a city like Los Angeles, there's all these little inflection points that you can take advantage of. You know, you get in a routine or you get in a uh, situation where you feel like you're locked in with what your life is and it, there's so much going on around you that you have the, the blinders on. That's kind of what the content on the site is. It's What we want to do is provide sort of a jump off point for people then. And I think people, especially the, the way that social media works today and the way digital technology works, people are looking for something like that. They need something a little quicker, a little more digestible that they can, oh, okay, I want to put this on my to-do list. Let me bookmark this and save this for later. For more on WeLikeLA.com and some shots of Grand Central Market, you know where to go. This is the city.net. Coming up, our commentary segment, The Big Question. With 7,500 miles of city streets, there's no doubt that for a long time in L.A., car has been king. But now the writing on the wall is clear. City leaders are moving planning away from a car-centered model. From the rapid expansion of the metro to the bicycle master plan to L.A. Department of Transportation's people streets, the consensus is clear. This will be a multimodal city. There are a bunch of really good reasons for this course of action, but I want to lay out a couple for you here. One is tourism. Tourism means big dollars for the world-renowned, world-class city, and that's what L.A. deserves to be. If we want people to come and enjoy Los Angeles, a matrix-like fear of the freeway is not conducive to exploring everything the city has to offer. Language barriers aside, visitors can only truly take in a city at low speed. They need to feel it touch it. And that is awful hard to do at 35 miles an hour. The second is community. The other thing that's really hard to do at speed is to get to know your neighbors and your community, especially when you're encased in a two-ton steel capsule designed to block out surroundings and keep us focused on the road. Of course, such a design is a good thing while we're driving, but maybe we're missing out on something. Perhaps walking and riding together allows us to have conversations we wouldn't otherwise have had or to change our perception of an idea or cultural artifact that we didn't even know was there. Destinations like Andrew Leister's Zanya Madre Courtyard at 801 Figueroa, a gorgeous piece of public art that many whiz by on a daily basis, not even knowing it's there. These ideas are not new. They're championed by projects like Ciclavia and Angels Walk L.A., Now we're seeing this as being designed into being, and that is a good thing. The third reason is traffic. 
At a recent tech summit in downtown, Mayor Garcetti pointed to a study that says there's an average of 1.2 drivers per car and that moving that number to 1.6 drivers per car would essentially eliminate traffic issues in L.A. That's one additional passenger every other car. We often don't even consider how much traffic is actually just constituted of people who are circling looking for parking. More people using transit options or bike options means less cars on the road, period. And that's a benefit I think we can all get behind. I know it's going to be tough for some, but our city is really doing something to push the idea that the streets belong to all people, not just drivers. Most city governments are more reactionary. Here, there's a concerted effort to make the changes that will help us know and love our city more. And for that, this Angelino is very thankful. Thank you for joining us this week for a visit to Grand Central Market, another reason to like LA, and a celebration of the reopening of a valuable parklet. Join us next time on This is the City for more of the politics, art, and culture that make Los Angeles. This is the City is written and produced by me, Garen Kelsaw, and my partner, Jonas Sosnowski. Our theme music is by Taj Simmons. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a comment, let us know what you think and what you want to hear on the show. The show is recorded in lovely downtown Los Angeles. Until next time, be well.